I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Charlotte, and Charlotte presents the physical therapy with suspected nerve damage after an open radius and ulnar fracture on the right side. Upon examination, the patient has diminished sensation in the fifth digit and medial half of the fourth digit. The patient can perform the tip-to-tip grip with the first and second digits of the right hand. Which of the following findings would be the most consistent with this clinical picture? So we have A, decreased latency of the ulnar nerve. B, 5 out of 5 dorsal interossei manual muscle testing. C, positive Phelan's test. And D is a positive Fromant sign. All right, let's go up to the top of this question really quick. I ain't go play with you because there's a lot of juicy information here. We got to break it down piece by piece. So if you're on the treadmill or you're in the car right now, this is an episode you may want to listen to a bit later as well to make sure we get all the information that you need and you process through this question appropriately. All right, let's go up to the top of it. It says Charlotte, baby, presents to physical therapy with suspected nerve damage. I'm going to stop there. All right. There's not a lot going on. Just as Charlotte has suspected nerve damage, pretty much, okay? Now, the end of the sentence says, after an open radius and ulnar fracture on the right side. So Charlotte has suspected nerve damage after an open radius and ulnar fracture on the right side. Why am I slowing down right now? I'll tell you. I'm slowing down because... What I've seen a lot as I'm coaching students and I'm working with them is that one of the major reasons why they get questions wrong about topics that they actually know, information that they actually have, is because they jump to assuming. A lot of you right now listen to this question. You may have already started to assume, oh, there's something going wrong with the radial nerve or there's something going on with the ulnar nerve. That's not true. And so as I'm taking my students through test strategy, it's really like gaining this awareness of when you are assuming, stopping yourself and moving forward at face value, just black and white, just whatever the question is saying. So here, the patient has suspected nerve damage after an open radius and ulnar fracture on the right. We don't know what nerve yet. Let's continue forward. It says, upon examination, the patient has diminished sensation in the fifth digit and medial half of the fourth digit. So here's a quick question. What nerve is responsible for innervating, from a sensation perspective, the fifth digit and medial half of the fourth digit? If we're thinking about that, what nerve is it? Yes, there we go. Not the radial It is the ulnar nerve. Beautiful. So right now, what I'm figuring out is this patient has suspected ulnar nerve damage. Let's continue forward. It says the patient 
can perform the tip-to-tip grip with the first and second digits of the right hand. I want everybody to do this if you can be safe. Do this. Go tip-to-tip grip of your first and second digits of your right hand. It's bringing the tip of your thumb to the tip of your index finger. And you'll see that it starts to make more of that okay sign. And that's what they actually talk about in the McGee textbook. Because when you do this tip-to-tip grip, it actually is a test for your anterior interosseous nerve. And the anterior interosseous nerve is a branch of what major nerve? Do you know? Median. Beautiful. So this question, what is it really saying to me? Hey, coach, there is a nerve damage that this patient has, and it's definitely ulnar, but the patient doesn't have any damage to the anterior neurosseous nerve, a branch of the median nerve. That's what the question is telling me. So as I go to the final sentence, also known as a question stem, it says, which of the following findings is most consistent with this clinical picture? Clinical picture of what? Ulnar nerve damage. Nothing going on with the median nerve. Ulnar nerve damage. What do we expect to see? So for those of you on the podcast, let me take a look at these answer choice again. A says decreased latency of the ulnar nerve. B says five out of five dorsal interosseous manual muscle testing. C says a positive Phalen's test. And D is positive Fromment sign. All right, don't worry, we got this in the bag. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at A. A says decrease the latency of the ulnar nerve. I see a lot of y'all selected this one. Hold on, let's dissect this. What does the whole decreased latency mean? What does that mean? Well, what I want you to write down if you have the opportunity is latency is delay, lag, or to go slow. Now, here's the thing. In the answer choice, it says decreased latency. So it's like decreased slowness, decreased delay. Like the person doesn't have a problem with slowness or delay. That's what answer A is saying. Is that something that's consistent with the clinical picture? No, because I actually should see an increased delay, also known as increased latency of the ulnar nerve, not a decreased one. It's the exact opposite of what I expect. So I'm going to go ahead and put an X next to A. I know that hurt a few of you. Don't worry. There's still some more to learn here. Let's check it out. B says five out of five dorsal interossei manual muscle testing. All right. So when we look at the dorsal interossei, can anybody tell me what nerve innervates the dorsal interossei? Yeah. All right. So there we go. That's the ulnar nerve. I got you. Now, B says five out of five dorsal interossei strength. Is that something we would expect to be present if the person had ulnar nerve damage? No, we would expect it definitely to be weak. We don't know necessarily what number, but we expect it to be weak. So can B be the correct answer? Is that something consistent with the clinical picture? No, we're putting an X next to B. That one is out. Let's take a look at C. C says positive Phalen's test. Well, let's forget about the positive stuff for a minute. Let's just talk about Phalen's test. Does anybody know what that's testing for? What particular nerve is that really looking at? Media nerve. Love it. So you may have seen this in your McGee textbook, your Dutton, where the person's putting their back of their wrist together. Their fingers are hanging down and they're pushing them together. And what they're really looking to do 
is to really compress that median nerve, especially as it's coming through the carpal tunnel region, and see if it creates signs and symptoms or reproduces the patient's signs and symptoms. Here's the thing. If a patient has a positive Phalen's test, that means that they likely have a problem with the median nerve. In this clinical picture, in this question, did the person have a problem with the median nerve? No. So I should see that the patient has a negative Phalen's test, not a positive one. So I'm going to put an X next to C because C said positive Phalen's test. I'm getting that out. Let's look at D. It says positive from inside. All right, this is one you might need to take a look at in your Begee textbook or your Dutton, anywhere you get your special test, right? This is a test where we learned this quite a bit in school. You have a piece of paper, right? And you put it between your thumb and the side of your index finger. Again, you might need to look in the text or go on YouTube, check this out, right? So you have a sheet of paper and you put it between the patient's thumb and the side, I should say that lateral side of the index finger. And they're supposed to hold on to it. And what you do is you try to pull that paper away. This is really called that Fromance test. And if you see the distal interphalangeal joint, also known as the DIP of the thumb flex to try to hold on to the paper, that is sign of adductor pollicis weakness. Let me say that again. When you go to pull that paper away, if you see the DIP, the distal interphalangeal joint of the thumb flex, like to try to hold on to that piece of paper, that is a sign that the patient has weakness of the adductor pollicis. All right. Now you may be like, that's cool, but I didn't know the question said anything about adductor pollicis. So here's the thing. What nerve innervates adductor, ADD, adductor pollicis? What nerve is that? Boom, ulnar nerve, y'all got it, yes. And so if I have an ulnar nerve damage or ulnar nerve problems, would I expect to see adductor pollicis weakness? That is definitely true. Would I expect to see a potential positive Froman sign? Yep, I would. And so D is the best answer here. This one was tough, y'all. Congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. I'll do a recap here in a moment, but I just want to say congratulations to those of you who've just continued with this question with me because this one is not easy. This is a type of question I do expect to show up on the MPTE, this type of question where they're giving you a specific clinical presentation, and they're asking you, what else would I find? If I did an examination, what else would I see? Would I see decreased latency of the ulnar nerve, which you would need to do nerve conduction velocity testing to see that, but would I see that? And the answer is no. I would see an increased lag or increased delay. So A was out. If I tested the dorsal interossei, Right? Would I expect to see five out of five strength if I knew the ulnar nerve was damaged? The answer to that is no. I would expect to see less of a grade. Could be a four, could be a three, could be a two. It just depends. All right? But I definitely wouldn't see a five out of five. Would I see a positive phalanx test? The answer is no, because I know the phalanx test is really testing for the median nerve, not ulnar. So I wouldn't expect that to be positive. C is out. 
And really, it leaves D correct by default, but D is positive Fraumann sign. And we know that when we do the Fraumann's test, if it's positive, that lets us know that we have weakness of the what muscle? Yeah, adductor pollicis. And what nerve innervates that muscle? You got it. The ulnar freaking nerve. Congratulations to y'all again who got this one correct. Even if you didn't, do you have a better understanding now? This may be something you want to go into your McGee or your Dutton textbook and read up a bit about, make sure that we have solid understanding and retention here. But I want to thank y'all for being here. Listen, if you are a PT student or grad and you're struggling with questions like this, you're like, ah, yeah, I have the knowledge, but it seems like I can't convert that knowledge into correct answers. You may be having a serious test strategy problem. And that's the reason why I'm guiding people over to our free private Facebook group where I am currently knocking down a lot of these test strategy problems, showing people exactly the issues that they're having and what they need to do to fix it. So how can you get to be a part of this free private Facebook group, go to www.nptegroup.com. The family, the community is waiting to embrace you. It's a group of PT students and grads. A lot of us have struggled in the past with standardized tests or even failed the NPTE before, and we're waiting to help you. All right, www.nptegroup.com. We're waiting for you. And if you haven't gotten our free cheat sheets, we got 10 musculoskeletal ones out there for absolutely free. And you can grab those by going to www.nptecheatsheets.com. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Gone overbreak wherever you're at in podcast land go into the show notes click the link in there and you can get it hi this is kyle and thanks for downloading the podcast i always enjoy spending this time with you and i hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding make sure to subscribe to get new mock npte questions each week i deeply appreciate your support it helps keep this mission going and as i always say keep learning stay committed i'll see you next time